Yo, what's going on with you guys? Hope you guys are having a good holiday, good Christmas, as I am. Everything is all good on the up and up. Let the beat rock, 2.5. Yes, yes, I got a lot of things to talk about. Man, a lot of things to talk about. Let's get to it, let's get to it, let's get to it. Gonna talk about the Cowboys. Yes, the Cowboys. We're going to talk about the Kings, Sacramento Kings. What I seen, went to the game tonight. I'm going to tell you firsthand how everything looked. Who needs to go? Who needs to stay? Um, they're not healthy. So, but that's still not an excuse. They have to come out better. But their bench, so thin. They're putting the guys who's just not meant to play with that squad. They need to move on from we're going to hop into that today so that'll be the next segment and right now we're going to talk about the cowboys we're going to talk about Dak prescott we're going to compare them to players that you like or you think is better or thought was better in the first three years we're going to check them out but i want to talk about the cowboys against the colts i think that game was semi-poor pretty much they gave that game away um colts wanted it more um, I just felt like the Cowboys been through five weeks of back against the wall. It's hard to bring that kind of intensity week in and week out. But from the from the start, it just felt like the Cowboys were just not ready. Um, they had a good drive all the way to the red zone. That's where they get confused most of the time, if not every time. They're pretty awful when it comes to the red zone. For some reason, they cannot score. Scott Linehan needs to come with better plays. They need to come with more motion um we don't do enough um we, our, our formations is so basic man it's just so basic and it's frustrating all cowboy fans know it's going left or it's going right it's going zeke we know that right we we, we pretty much know that and when they pretty much stuffed us and we could not get no momentum in the first quarter at all uh they had the field goal block and when that kind of happened, I kind of knew the momentum was pretty much downhill from there. I think just back against the wall, the defenses looked like they just did not want to play. Uh, the running back was just pretty much doing what he wanted to do. And Andrew Luck, only thing he had to do was not mess it up. And our thumpers, um, Jalen Smith, we can't rotate him out at all. I know um, Sean Lee is back. But he has to be coming off the bench and staying almost on the bench, man. We got a rookie in there, the Dutchman, Tackleman Dutchman, Vaneresh, the Wolf. We got to keep those two dudes in there, man. They're thumpers, man. They coming down, they hitting you. And you're going to feel it. And they're going to wear on you and wear on you and wear on you, man. I understand Sean Lee did what he did. But you can lose your job to injury. Ask Tony Romo. Ask Drew Bledsoe. Ask Dak Prescott. These are the people who ascended because of injuries. So, I mean, if you're injured, man, somebody's just playing better than you. They're just playing better than you. We have to just give it up. We got to we gotta be honest now because we can't mess up the rotation. We can't mess up the chemistry, you know, that they are communicating. You know, these are our leaders. Those two linebackers are our leaders of our defense. And they will eventually get a voice. That will resonate in the locker room. 
I think they don't have it just yet, but I think eventually they're going to have to rise to the occasion and reel our defense in. You know, when we're kind of struggling or we're we're not um, we're not on balance or we're off balance, those are the two dudes that are going to lead us. They're going to lead us. I I really believe that. Watching these two guys, man, and how they come down and how they thump, man, like they are the bloodline with that team. D Law, the Hot Boys, I like them all. But they were getting blown back, man. You know, they were getting blown back in our offense. I mean, look, the second series that we had, we came down. Great play call. I give you, I give Scott Linehan that play call. But why the fullback? I know we haven't used them. But we can't be doing trickery with somebody who's just not ready for that kind of trickery. I mean, Dak Prescott threw it, I mean, as soft as you can throw it to a baby, man. As soft as you can throw it to a baby, man. And he missed it. But again, to him, I mean, wobble, wobble, wobble hands, you know what I'm saying? Butterfingers. He was just too nervous. You so wide open, you overthinking. And I think Dak Prescott threw it pretty much on the money and he just wasn't ready for it. He just he just wasn't ready. And when I kind of seen that, I kind of knew from there kind of went down. Dak Prescott has to get better. Let's be honest. He has to throw it better. But we have to go to our number one receiver. We got to go to him. Dak Prescott, he has to be more of a vocal. Like, we got to go to him. We have to go to one of the hottest receivers in Cooper. There's no way we can't go to him. Dak Prescott has to go to him. And that's where these young guys are going to have to increase their voice. And I think Dak has it, but not all the way yet. Because I guess how it goes in the NFL, if you're not weighing the way you're paying then your voice is not as big. You know what I'm saying? But he has to tell Scott Linehan throughout the week, we have to find a way to get this playmaker the ball. And I understand he wants to give other receivers involved. I get it. But early on, we have to let the defense know, like, you're not going to dictate what we do, and we got to put pressure on the defense because um, Zeke Elliott was running the ball very well, very well. But when you are behind on down and distance or you're not hitting on our, on our third downs, it, the ball is going to be in Dak Prescott's hand. We know that. Dak has to know that. And our offensive coordinator has to know that too and has to design other plays to get our receivers easier passes or plays that people are not expecting, maybe from the jump, go deep, just to loosen up the defense a little bit more. But Dak is not as bad as people think, you know. Say, for instance, we lose against Tampa Bay and we go on to the Giants. Basically, like we've been doing with Tony Romo for the past couple years, 8-8. Eight and eight, But if we would have won those 8-8s, eight eights, we would have been in the playoffs. I trust Dak more than I trust Romo, at least when it comes to the two-minute or four-minute. I believe that he's going to make the more right decision than wrong decision. Let's not get it twisted. I have seen Romo make big plays. I have seen him make him. Um, he was one of the um, um, top clutch uh, quarterbacks. But if you think of Tony Romo, how it started, it's kind of how it ended. Um, from fumbling the snap. And that's kind of how his career was. Kind of up and down. You can kind of grasp onto Romo and then you're like, forget him. But I get it. When you're a Dallas quarterback, you get a lot of criticism. But I can tell you a quarterback kind of similar to him. 
Let's talk about the Chicago Bears. Trubisky, he's pretty much really average. I mean, he's he's no better. He's he's not that much better than um than Dak Prescott to me. Um when I watch him, he looks pretty much pretty much average to me. He doesn't look um he I mean I mean they're giving him I mean he's running the ball. He's almost a running back. <laughs> he's almost he's almost a running back, you know? And I don't see that much of a difference, but again, when you know you're not playing for the Cowboys, you you don't get as as criticized. And sometimes I think it's because of especially with Troy Aikman, he has a lot of weight. And when he says something, and when he gets on Dak Prescott, he's looking at him from a whole different angle and animal. And people take that more to heart when you hear Troy Aikman talk about him, and we take that more to heart. When he criticizing the way he criticizes, but Trubisky's doing the same. They're kind of the same kind of quarterback. Great defense, running game, can run the ball, can run with their feet. Uh, when I watch him, he he he's pretty average. He's really not that good. But they don't say, oh well, he's not a franchise quarterback. But he doesn't play for the Dallas Cowboys either. So um, that's kind of how that goes, kind of deal. Uh, but again, it was just one of those days that just was not ready at all for it, at all, period, point blank. And they have to be ready for that, period. And um, the Cowboys just got to get better, man. They got to get better. They, they got a Tampa Bay coming up. But I really want to talk about Dak Prescott. Uh, it's been going on for weeks how good or not good Dak Prescott is. Um what kind of quarterback is he? So I just got a couple of quarterbacks, and I have a test for you guys. Um, so let's go. Um, name me three quarterbacks. I'm going to name you three of them for the first three years of their career. First year, threw for 4,000 yards, 21 touchdowns. 17 interceptions. Remember that. Second year, same quarterback. 3,869 yards, 19 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Rating, quarterback rating. First year was 84. Second year was 86. The third year, 3,300 yards, 3,379 yards, 24 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 88 quarterback rating. Who do you think that might be? Okay. So let's go to the next quarterback. First three years. Three. First year, 1,043 yards, six touchdowns, nine interceptions. Second year, 37, 62, 24 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. Third year, 32, 44. 24 touchdowns, 18 interceptions. Quarterback rating the first year, 55, 75, 77. That's quarterback B. Quarterback C, first year, 22, 2,267 yards, 13 touchdowns, 20 interceptions. Second year, 535 yards, 6 touchdowns, one interception, 91 
uh, uh, rating. Third year, 55, 38, 41, 16. Pretty good. Not bad. That's only three years I'm giving you right now. That's it. That's all I'm giving you. So. Let's go. Because people just feels like, you know, Dak is pretty not that guy. Period. Point blank. And I understand that. You know what I'm saying? I under I understand how people can come to the conclusion like, hey, he's really not that guy. He he's just, you know, he's really not that good. You know what I'm saying? But when you really think about what he does, he's more of a playmaker than anything else. You see what I'm saying? So let's reveal my quick journey of quarterbacks. And that's what I want to say. Period. Point blank. And I got one more quarterback, but we'll get to him later. Very later. So let's see here. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So, hey, the first, the first one, 45, 51, 21, 17, 19, 12, 24, 13, 338, 69, 33, 79. That first one is Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Yep. Cam freaking Newton. So he had 21 touchdowns. 17 interception his second year he had 19 and 12 in his third year he had 24 and 13 that's cam that's cam newton yes sir and then the third one uh the uh b i sorry that was a cam was a with the 21 17 19 12 24 13 uh this one with 104369. Uh second year he was uh 37, 62, 24 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. Third year was 32, 44, 24 touchdowns, 18 interceptions. And that would be Manny. Eli. Eli Manny. First year. Six touchdowns. Nine interceptions. Second year. 24 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, 24 touchdowns, 18 interceptions. Eli Manning. I mean, people call him, oh, he slumps down. He's not a leader. He can't do it. it Look like he doesn't care. Right? That's those are the guys. Those are the guys. Oh, oh yeah, let me tell you. Uh oh yeah, some C would be first year, 2267. 13 touchdowns, 20 interceptions. Second year, six touchdowns, one interception. Fifth year, uh, 41 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. But it definitely drops after that. They call him Pafford Stafford, straight up. Pafford Stafford, Detroit Lions. Stafford, Matthew Stafford. So you say, why would it, why would you put him in there? How could you do that? I mean, they're pretty good quarterbacks. Yeah, to you. So let's base it on that. So the first year, Dak Prescott had 36, 67, 23 touchdowns. Cam Newton had 21, 17. Eli had six and nine. And Matthew Stafford. He had 13 and 12. 
his rating and, and Dak Prescott rating was 104. I mean, that's pretty good. Okay, so Cam's second year, 19 and 12. Eli, 24-17. Matthew Stafford, 6-1. and one. Okay, so, so then you go to Dak Prescott, 33-24, 22 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Okay, so he's pretty much around the same or more than one who went to the Super Bowl, close to another who won the Super Bowl, and another one who never won a playoff game, but y'all call him really good. And even this year, going down the stretch, that they have him. Uh, so Cam Newton's third year, 24-13. Eli Manning, 24-18. And then Matthew Stafford had 41-16. and 16. Really good. But if you look beyond that, he's pretty much back to 23 touchdowns. Pretty much average what he what he is. Dak Prescott right now, 17-8. and eight. Not bad. And basically what I'm saying is there's different levels to it. And sometimes we have to get out of this franchise quarterback or if he doesn't look or seem or feel like an Aaron Rodgers or uh, or, or Peyton Manning then he's he's pretty much a bum and that's so not true we have to get out of that everybody wins different I don't care how they win if they just win um have I been critical of that yes I have I've been very critical and I will still still be critical but we have to give leniency to him because we've been through this before with Romo. And then when we didn't have Romo, we, we wanted Romo back. And then when he got hurt, we were mad because we thought the season was over with. And then we get a quarterback that ascends and is a little bit better uh, from the jump than uh, Romo. We can't just throw him in the trash. Quarterbacks just don't come a dime a dozen. Because if they did, then uh, Jacksonville would be much better. You feel me? Or, or Tampa Bay would be better. Or the Raiders would be better. Or, hold on, or you can still have a good quarterback and lose Green Bay. I'm just saying, man. So, we have to slow it down a little bit, but I do understand. We have to get better in the red zone. Have to get better. Dak has to get better. If things these things keep going on, then eventually we will look ahead. And I wouldn't be mad at that. We have time. And if he falls apart, then, hey, he just wasn't our quarterback. But right now, I have to give him a little bit more room to grow because he's, he's on pace better than most of these quarterbacks that y'all say are elite quarterbacks, period, point blank. So I even have to take a step back and take a deep breath because the touchdown ratios are pretty much all right there. You know, it's always one that has more than the other. Even with uh, Andrew Luck, his first year was 23-18, uh, 23-9, 40-16. and 16. And then he ended up getting hurt, I guess, is the next year after that. But, I mean, they're all in their 20s. We just assume that these guys become superstars overnight, you know. Some become game managers, a la uh, um, um, guy from Seattle, you know. Seattle Seahawks, you know. And he's doing it. He was a game manager for, for a long while. He was a game manager for a long while. And now he's pretty much put the team on his back. You know what I'm saying? He put his team on his back and we just have to give him time to grow, time to grow. And we just don't we just don't do that with this quarterback. We just he has to win the Super Bowl now. We ain't won one, but at least let let our quarterback grow to what he what he needs to do. Um, he needs to be much better. He has to be better. 
He has to be better and he will. He doesn't have a choice but to be better. Russell uh, Wilson, he, he was like that. You know, Russell Wilson was a game manager until they until he learned the game, learned how to play it, learn the schemes, learn being comfortable, having a voice in the locker room. Um, and that was getting rid of Des Bryant and these other guys. I mean, Sean Lee's going to be gone pretty soon. These other guys are going to be gone. It's going to be his team and his voice coming up pretty soon. So basically all I'm saying is we have to give them time. Let's see what the rest of it goes like and see if my prediction is right. I've been critical of Dak. Dak doesn't throw the ball deep. He needs to throw the ball deep. We have to scheme them open. Um, we have a great route runner, but we put the pieces in place. So now we get to see if he's fool's gold or real gold. So let's see. For the past five weeks, we've been doing real with a number one receiver. So that's what's been giving me cause to pause a little bit on it. Let's see how the season ends, right? And if he does bad, I'll be on here the next week to tell you that we need to do better, but we have to do better on offense. Our offense is lacks a days ago. We're top 25. We have to be better. We have to at least be in the top 15, man. We have to get better. We have to lead in rusher. Dak Prescott has to know these things. I think he's a smart guy. For some reason, when we get to the red zone, we are uh, we just look lost in the red zone. Dak has to get better. And trust and believe me, JJ know, my boy know, we talk about it. But I believe that he's a winner. If it's coming out to two minutes, I trust him. For a minute, I trust him. The first three and a half quarter, I don't trust him all the time. I don't. I'm not going to sit up here and lie. But he knows how to win. He's, if he goes to the playoff, that's two out of three times. When has that happened? And it's only his third year. So if he's with us three more years, ten more years, that's really good. That's a high percentage to going to the playoffs. And he's young, and we got Cooper, he's young. And if so, I mean, you know, we'll go from there. But if you compare him to uh, Cam, Eli, and Matthew Stafford, it's not that much different from them getting up there. Just remember, he's a Cowboy quarterback, so you're going to have most of the pressure and most of the blame. And he has to know that. He has to get better. We have to throw the ball deep. I hate it when he goes dink and dunk. I don't like it at all. I like him when he goes deep. I like that he has to get better with the deep ball. Maybe it's his mechanics he has to get better at. But these things that will be learned while he's playing, you can't learn it sitting on the bench, you know. Um, I wish we had a, a, a Mahomes to throw the ball and sling it everywhere. But we don't have that. But it will come. You have to be patient, but he's a winner. So that's really my thing about it. If you just kind of look at these stats, and when I looked at it, it was kind of alarming. Like, okay, he's not that far off pace like a Cam Newton or Eli or Matthew Stafford. These are three different category tier kind of uh, 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 quarterbacks. One's quote-unquote superstar Cam. He has superstar personality, dress, whatever, built, but he plays average. Or Eli, he plays average, but then he plays big in the, in the playoffs. And then you have Matthew Stafford. He has all the tools. But he can't win. So we have to pick and choose our battles with this. So that's really my key to that with the Cowboys when it comes to that. So um, so let me get to the let me get to the Sacramento Kings, man. So I went to the game today. Um, I watched them play in person. I want to see them against Oklahoma City. <sighs> Lord, help help the Kings help help some of these other guys, man. They they they, they some of those not the starters. But um, the backups, 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 they were pretty, pretty, pretty awful, man. Um, 
Lissabier. Lissabier, that's his name. Um, he's awful. Cut him. I know he's a first round pick from Kentucky. Um, he's he's just not he's just not that guy. I like Williams. I like him. I wish he would have started over Jackson. I think Jackson is he's he's lost out there, y'all. I mean, he's he gives you something. He's like your ninth man off the bench. That's okay. But if he's your starter, he gives you absolutely nothing. He gives you absolutely nothing, man. He looks terrified with the ball, like he loses his confidence. He he just doesn't fit. I I know he's a backup backup. Uh, a lot of guys didn't play tonight. Um. When they were running, they were good, but they were just getting out rebounded, man. Period, point blank. Adams was just a beast on the boards. He was just beast, and they could not stop him. They could not rebound at all against that man. He was a man amongst boys when it comes to that rebounding, man. Um, Hilled, I mean, he was balling. I, I like Hilled a lot. Fox, there's only so much those two can do. I mean, Hill had 37 points, man. Fox had 28. LaBissiere, man, he, he was just out there. He didn't know what to do. He he just looked lost. He, I mean, I don't see him with the Kings too long. I like Troy Williams. He should have started, I feel. I think Jackson should have came off the bench. I think Williams, he's going to give you energy. He was 0 for 2, but he felt in the game versus being lost. You know, like, what do I do? Like, where do I go? And I usually don't do the plus minus, but when LaBissiere came on, he was just awful, man. I mean, watching him. I don't know how it was from the TV, but looking at him, he, I mean, he hasn't played, and he looked like he hasn't played. He just didn't look, he didn't look right at all, like, at all, man. We were just pretty much off pretty much the whole game. I like Yogi. I like Yogi coming off. Um, Macklemore, God bless that man. God bless him. But yeah, he's an NBA bencher. Nothing fears nothing in those guys. This year didn't do nothing. Macklemore didn't do anything. No fear, none of those guys, man. Um, when Shump come back and Bogey and all those guys, I think it's gonna be much better. But they just couldn't. They couldn't stop nobody. I mean, Paul George had forty three tonight. He was just on fire. Westbrook was doing what he doing. I mean, Grant he was hitting shots that you normally see him miss, but he was making tonight. It was just one of those nights that the Kings was just getting outran, and they, you think, like, why did they send them out against the Timberwolves to come out flat like that, being down 20? They got back close around 8, probably, around the third quarter or so, but they just couldn't overcome the depth that people just couldn't score. They just couldn't score, and I believe the future is definitely Fox Hill. Willie could be there. Um, Giles, I think he can be there. <sighs> Um, Bagley, um, definitely there, and I like Shump. At least he brings that kind of, kind of effort. But they just didn't have enough, enough firepower. Um, Labissier, when it comes to plus minus, every time it was out there, they were just getting crushed. Just getting crushed, man. Um, that's the best way I can put it. They just didn't come with no urgency. They didn't come with no passion, no fire to me. Um, they have to pick it up. Um, but this is how they grow. This is how you grow as a, as a as a team, going on these losing streaks and winning streaks. To know, don't get too high, don't get too low. And I think they got enough veterans like Shump to be out there to help them out. Um, those kind of guys, Zebo, to help these young guys out. Um, I was really thinking, are they getting too tired running the ball so much? But again, they're young, so it's like 
if this is their pace, you got to win with this pace and you got to lose with this pace. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't be stagnant. You're going to go all the way with this. You got to stay with this. But I think they have to get another wing player. It has to come another wing kind of a guy. Um, and yeah, like two, two, three guards, two wings. I mean, two small forwards, um, maybe a shooting guard for sure. Sure up that bench. That bench has to get better. That bench was just, it wasn't really that good. It wasn't productive, but these are the backups, backups. I mean, Macklemore is not going to play. He, he, he does absolutely nothing. He, he hasn't showed anything. No promise. He was pretty much a big bust um, since he got to the Kings, since he got to the NBA. Um, he just hasn't hasn't did his thing. I love Fox. I think he's going to get much better. He's going to be a superstar. Him and Buddy, they com complement each other very well. Um, Buddy's is doing everything he can. Um, but I think the Kings going to get there in stride. Their defense has to get better. At moments, they look really good, like a shoestring. You can kind of tell they're moving together. And then some moments they just go blank in the brain and just give up shots they shouldn't give up. But that's what kind of comes with it. Uh, um, but they just have to they have to be on the same page. But I want to say I give them a pass, but you're out there, you got to win. But they didn't have their starters. But when they get them, I can see where the strengths, they will have a lot of more depth because those guys who play big minutes will probably play three to four minutes, maybe no minutes. And that's really good. I think uh, Yogi, uh, he's really good. I like him at the point guard for sure. Um, Bogey, I like him when he does come back. Shump. So they got those kind of guys. So, so I didn't mean to say we need more shooting guards, but we need a, another wing, another guy that can help speed up the pace and can make jump shots. They need those kind of things, those kind of guys who hit jumpers because Fox can get into the lane whenever he wants to get. Like, the way he moves, it's almost too fast for him. It was just too quick. Yogi is very fast. So these are two quick guys that can get to the hole. They just got to have guys who can knock down shots, man, who's not scared to pass. And I seen Jackson, I think it was wide open, and he just passed on the shot. And to me, that shows lack of confidence. And every time he shoots, it's almost like, do I have to shoot? Okay, I got to shoot it no confidence i mean i want to say he a bust but if he's going to be something he has to get it done on a defensive end he has to be a doug christie kind of a guy brings it every night like shump always on just ready to go ready to hammer and i just don't think he is his confidence is not all the way there to me yet um they have to get better at the three-pointer but i think they will and the backups backups is what they were backups backups and they have to get better period point blank so those are things that i see out of the kings i see them um doing good i st i still see them afc they have a chance maybe afc but if, if, if but if so if they keep playing where they what they've been playing they have a long way to go um they have a long way to go but at the same time, if they're going to play that running gun style, they have to stick with it all the way through the end. But these are the games that they can win and the games they will learn to learn how to win, how to come back from 20 or 15 or 25. You know, that's going to help them eventually. So they have to go through these rough patches with all young up and coming players will go through, you know. So they have another big game against Memphis against new orleans the, the clippers is a big one they have two against um 
the Lakers. So, so out of those, man, they at least got to win, man, two, three, four, three out of the five. So Memphis and New Orleans, they got to at least win their home games, man. And hopefully they get them Clippers. Um, but they don't have to go too far because after they play the Clippers, they play L.A. right in the same one. Then they come back home. So they have a little road trip, but it's a it's a hiccup that they're going through. But it's not too bad. They just got to get their starters back, people that can come back and play and make up these kind of games. Because you can't, especially these kind of teams or a team that is upcoming, every game matters. Especially when it comes down to the stretch, you know. Those are the teams that are at the top. It don't really matter. Games here, games there. We're not tripping. But the Kings like this has to bring it. Um, so I like Hill, man. He, he's he's going to be a player. And they play him and Fox play off each other very well. And I see them really being stars in this league. But Fox is to make the engine go. He is the engine to the Kings. I mean, the guy is so fast. And when that jumper starts to hit more consistently, which it has, it has improved tremendously, it's going to get there. And when he has the talent more around him, when Lottie Devok start to bring more talent in players that he needs, King's going to be something. And when he gets stronger and stuff like that, because he's already quick, he just have to know I can get to the rack whenever I want to. Period, point blank. So I definitely see him making an all-star, but just watch him today. They have moments of breakdown on a defense of men, but they have to get better offensively in the sense of if, if we're going to do this, we got to do a full goal, win or lose. And defensively, they just can't have mental breakdowns. They just couldn't have it. And they had moments of it, but they didn't have enough to sustain it to me to watch them uh, 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 lose like that. And, uh, and you know, you just seen guys just hitting shots, man, that just don't hit it, man. But another thing I did see, wow, uh, Westbrook free throws. Man, I think he's in his 60s right now. He's been awful. At the free throw. You can tell he don't really want to go to the free throw. That's what I did learn. But, you know, it's not much you can do about it. Um, you just kind of learn from those kind of mistakes. And this and it's good to watch teams fall down and, 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 and come right back with it. So, I expect the Kings to do better. This is just one of those games that they, they fail to. Um, but they have to get better. Paul George went for 43. Not much you can do about that. It's just one of those nights that he looked like a superstar. At moments, he can't look like superstars. And moments, he looked like an average player. So that's my little take on the Kings. Um, I, I see them doing very well. But again, man, we close no doors. We keep them all open. I will hit you back with the Kings probably coming up in a couple more games. And the Cowboys, hopefully they clinch this week so they don't have to worry about the Giants the next week. But we don't close no doors. We keep all doors open. It's your boy CG. CG Podcast, man. I'm out.